Mar Braun is officially out with injury. How can the women's basketball team continue to get wins and keep staying alive without her on the floor? Then we're going to flip it to men's basketball. Can they avoid a weakling Wednesday? Hey, you are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. However it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And we're here to talk about the basketball teams over the weekend because there was some bad news and there was some good news with the win for the men's basketball team. But overall, I feel like there are questions about these basketball programs right now and how this year can finish, not the long-term, not looking how we can go down the, down the way, but how will we finish in the 23-24 season and can you make a tournament? Those are the big questions. There's a lot of obstacles in the way of that. We're going to dive into it a little bit today here at Locked On Golden Gophers. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any future content on your Gophers every day. Now, Gophers women's basketball team, they ended up dropping another game that's two back-to-back against two teams that they absolutely probably should have won. In fact, not only did Minnesota lose to Illinois, but they lost to Wisconsin, and both of those teams were below 500 by the time Minnesota had played them. But that wasn't even the worst of it because Mara Braun, the Gophers' leading scorer, the star player of the women's basketball team, and they've got some stars all the way around. But Mara Braun is definitely at the forefront of that stardom, and she is the leading scorer for the team, high in categories on assists and rebounds for the team as well. And she goes down to an injury versus Illinois that the Gophers couldn't bounce back from and be able to pull off the win. But on top of that, it seems like that injury is going to take some time. Mara had a foot injury that will require surgery and she will be out indefinitely, which means Mara will very likely miss a lot, if not the rest of the season. Now, depending on the complexity of the exact injury that she had, which isn't really out there, a a more minor or a more moderate surgery uh, into an injury could look more like a four to six weeks timetable. Even beyond that, you look at like what Mark Andrews just did with the Baltimore Ravens, and he had something that was deemed more moderate for an injury, and he ended up coming back in nine to 10 weeks when it came to coming back for some NFL play. Now, this obviously isn't the NFL, and it's not as much tackling and physical contact, but regardless, you have to rehab an injury to the fullest. You can't get out there after a surgery. You have to be able to rehab it to the fullest so you don't put yourself at further risk. So, like I said, it could be anywhere from four to six weeks to maybe even longer than that if it's something more minor or moderate. But if it's more severe or complex, uh, and the procedure is more complex than overall, it could be a much longer wait. It could be more like a four to six months type of rehab. So we don't know what extent this injury is. But the big thing is that with the Gophers heading into February this this week, how do they bounce back? How do they stay alive knowing that they're probably going to be missing their number one player for possibly the rest of the season? 
that is a tough pill to swallow for the fans, for the program, for her teammates, for her, for the coaches. Nobody wanted this. You never like to see an injury, but with someone that is like kind of head of the charge when it comes to trying to re-inspire the fan base and get folks out to the games and putting on the scoring front and giving that excitement to the fans and her teammates and what have you, a USA basketball player, it's tough. It is tough. It is hard to not feel bad for her, but on the same time, not lose hope. And that's what you don't want to fully do because you know what? It is a massive blow to the team, a team that started hot, but they've had some some struggles recently. But losing your star player only adds salt to that wound. Now, that doesn't mean that you curl up into a ball. You curl up into a fetal position and hope it all works out. But the Gophers are going to have to shift their identity or their play style for the remainder of the season. They're going to have to adjust to the personnel they have. They're going to have to change things up. They're going to have to change how they score or what happens when they're having a scoring slump. You can't just give it to Mara and hope she can create. How do you create easy buckets for the team to continue on? That's what's going to have to shift. And on the positive side of all of this, if anyone can do that, I think Coach Don Plitz-White has the, the ability, the coaching expertise, the experience in coaching to get it done and make it happen. And some likely adjustments you can probably expect from this Gophers basketball team. You can expect that they're going to ask Amaya Battle to be more aggressive as a scorer. They've been asking her all season and she's been stepping into it. And she's the second leading scorer on the team. She's shooting the threes more confidently. She's driving and attacking more confidently and finding ways to draw defenders to kick it out. But they're going to need her to get from that 10.9 points per game, probably to that 14 points per game, maybe even 15 points per game. They're going to need her to consistently find confidence in her shot, get to the hoop, not turn the ball over, and not get fouls when she's driving. Because if she drives, she can't have her head down and end up giving a charge. Amaya Battle is going to have to be more aggressive as a scorer, even off of the progress she's always already been making. On top of that, you are going to see this team encourage Grace Graholski, G-Money, to take another step forward in her scoring, but also in her usage, in her ways of using the basketball. She's been more of a spot-up player at times for this team. Now, that's not to say she can't drive. That's not to say that she can't have the ball in her hands and create and find mid-range and whatnot. You haven't seen her do a lot of that this year because Mara fills that role. But if Mara's down, you do need somebody to have that ability. And I think if anybody is going to be asked to step up into that type of role, it will be G money. And I think that she can handle it. She's played that type of style as a high schooler, as a top notch high schooler in the state of Wisconsin. And she has been the person who's handled the ball and been kind of that point forward of sorts. She can handle that role. And I think this Gophers team is going to put more on her plate as the season goes on without Mara Braun. Now, on top of that, your go-to creator, your go-to bucket getter is probably going to be Mallory Heyer. She showed that she can do it. She's been putting on uh, some fronts and scoring and getting close to 20 on multiple nights now. And right now, you've seen her have the production, but you need to see it become more consistent. And that's going to be a big thing for Mallory Heyer. You know the abilities there. You've seen her be a double-double machine, pull down the boards, but she's got to get the put back on the boards now. Now she's got to hit more of the mid-range shots when they become available. Keep knocking down the threes that she's having, but you need her to be a more consistent go-to scorer for this team. Now, one thing that will not change with this team is defense is going to be the priority, plain and simple. Defense does not change, and if anything, it becomes a higher priority. 
priority for this women's basketball team. So you can expect a lot of defense. You can expect up, up increases in usage from Grace uh, Graholski and also Mallory Heyer probably. You're going to see more aggressive attacking from Amaya Battle. And then it'll be interesting to see how Coach Plitzewai uses Sophie Hart on the inside. Do they try to get more looks from the interior? Do they try to get Sophie more looks with her kind of turnaround bunny or her hook shot? You, you're going to see a little bit more differentiality when it comes to the usage for the scorers on this team. But when it comes to the minutes, Mara played the most minutes on this entire roster. So where does that get distributed? Well, your starters might see some more time, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see Maggie Zanano get some more time as well, more time in the rotation, maybe getting closer to 15 minutes a game or something like that. But overall, those are the areas I expect some changes to come. Now, when looking at the schedule, this blow could really hurt Minnesota's shot at the tournament if they can't find a way to answer answer the call and fill the hole that is left behind with this injury that it leaves for this roster, especially when it comes to scoring. Now you're looking at that, that schedule. You've got three games that should be wins. You've got the Wisconsin game. You've got the Rutgers game. You've got the Northwestern game. Those three games should be wins, but we've said should be for these Illinois and Wisconsin games that we just dropped two. And those could be very painful looking forward. We'll talk about that in just a second, but you have two very likely losses coming to Ohio State and Iowa, especially if you're missing Mara Braun. So that leaves four toss-up games. That leaves Penn State two times. That leaves Nebraska, and that leaves Michigan State. Those four games you could win, and you probably would have a really good shot at if you had Mara Braun. But not having her, can you still put up the fight? Can you still go on and get two to three of those games? Because if you want a good shot at the tournament, you need 20 wins, plain and simple. If Minnesota takes care of business and gets those three wins, that should be wins. You're looking, you're sitting at 17 with the two very likely losses and the four toss-up games. That means you got to win two to three of those toss-up games in order to put yourself in the conversation. Three, and you're at 21s and you're looking pretty. Two of them, and you got to make a little bit of noise in that Big Ten tournament to put your name at the top of the list. So overall, Minnesota is in a tough position, and it just looks even tougher knowing that you would have been in a better position if you took those two should-be wins against Illinois and Wisconsin, and you add them to the should-bes of Wisconsin Rutgers and North Western, you're sitting at 19 and you're talking about only needing one more win at the minimum in those four toss-ups and the two very unlikely. So it's going to be a tough sledding for the Gophers women's basketball team, but it's something that they can still get done. We'll see what happens. And we're definitely going to keep you posted here at Lockdown Golden Gophers, but we're going to move on to the men's basketball team because we got to talk about what is the ceiling with this team under coach Ben Johnson and specifically in this season with coach Ben Johnson, what does it look like for the men's basketball team? Diving into that coming up next. First, I want to talk to you about our friends over at eBay Motors because passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy, and it is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need for your vehicle to maintain it and level it up to peak performance, including superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and so much more. In fact, so much more that they have 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. And they've got everything from speed, power, style, whatever it is that floats your boat, eBay Motors has you covered. So definitely find exactly what you're looking for over at eBay Motors. And on top of that, they've got the eBay guaranteed fit. So your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or die every time. 
or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. So definitely check it out with all the parts you need at the prices you want. Go check it out so you can turn your car into the MVP. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And the eBay guaranteed fit is for U.S. customers only. All right, Goversons, we're talking about men's basketball. We're talking about what is the upside? What is the ceiling for this year's team in specific? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Gophers beat Penn State this weekend, and it was a much-needed win. It was an absolutely necessary win, but it was looking bleak. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna try to paint it prettier than it was. They were down 14 at half to one of the lowest teams in the Big Ten Conference on the road. And I don't care if you're on the road or if, if, if you're at home. If you are playing a team that is in that lower tier of the conference and you are a team that is trying to make the tournament, trying to put your name into a resume-building win to be able to get to the NCAA tournament, you have to win against teams like this, and you have to put them away. They can't be close calls every single time. Otherwise, it's hard to call it a resume-building win. You know, at the same time, if you can get a big win against a, a, a top-seeded team or a, a ranked team or anything like that, and you squeak that one out, yeah, that's impressive. But if you squeak it out against every team that's lower in your conference and every game feels like a grueling battle, I don't know. It's not going to count against you, but at the same time, it's hard to feel inspired. Now, thankfully, Minnesota did put this one away. They got the win. It looks bigger than it actually was with the free throws they were able to add on at the end. but. They found a way to get it done in the second half. A completely different team that looked motivated, played motivated, and and ended up being able to bounce back. That's massive. But the Gophers have 13 wins, which is an improvement from last year, but they still need to get far more wins. They got to get probably at least seven more to be able to put their name in the, in the running when it comes to the Big Ten tournament. But unless they can conjure up some runs and some win streaks going on, it's hard. It, it feels far away for the Gophers to get to the tournament because you still have to play Purdue. You still have to play Illinois. Both of those teams are ranked. You still have to play Northwestern twice, and that's the only other Big Ten team so far in this week's AP polling that got votes to be in the rankings. So they're on the verge of being ranked. And then you have an Iowa team that dominated you while you were at home. You have to play those six games, five games. That's going to be a challenge in its own. And if you're playing in slugfests every night, night in and night out, it is going to be tough to hang around for long because you're going to get gassed. It's going to be exhausting. And that's when your body can start to run into issues with injuries or fatigue and things. So the Gophers have to find a way to pull away in some of these wins, win comfortably, but continue to win. Now, luckily, Minnesota has the entire week to recover this week before they play Northwestern at home this weekend. Now, that'll be a big one because that game is a much-needed win, in my opinion. Northwestern, it could be a big resume booster, but on top of that, it will give this team the confidence that they seem to need right now. They play in these tight games with Wisconsin, who's the best or the second best team in the Big Ten right now. They've played against teams, Indiana, where they've been in it long stretches, Michigan State, where they should have won the game, but they found a way to drop it or it just didn't happen. And you could physically see the just deflation of the team at times. You could see that their confidence was dropping at times. And then you saw in this Penn State in the rally back, 
the confidence building up, just like in Nebraska when they're at home and that confidence build up and the crowd gave them that extra fire. That is where things start to grow for this young team. Things start to build for this young team, and then they play with a little bit more swagger, and that's when they can start to pull away some of these wins. So overall, it would be huge for the Gophers to win against Northwestern at home this Saturday because it would not only build the confidence, but it would show them that you belong and you can do this thing. And on top of that, if you can run off a little four-win win streak before you end up playing Purdue, that's not a bad thing either. So it'll be a big a big game for the Gophers to try and get another win on the schedule. but. In the long term, I find myself asking, why does this team seem to play down to their opponent? That's what's bugged me the most. And it's not just the Gophers men's basketball team. The Gophers women's have done it for the last two games. Gophers hockey has done it occasionally. Gophers football has continued to do it in some of the games like uh, Illinois, where we should have ran away with the game. Northwestern, where we were running away with the game. And then we pulled what the Detroit Lions just did to the San Francisco 49ers and all of a sudden let them come back and win. You can't do things like that. You can't play down to your opponent. You can't get comfortable. And that's what it feels like a lot of the teams at Minnesota are doing right now. So you've shown that you can compete with the Wisconsin's, with the Indiana's, most of the game. But then you also struggle with a Missouri when you're up 20 and you let them come back. Or a Penn State that you should be able to put away. You have to be able to put those games away if you want to be a tournament team. So why does this team lack confidence? Why does it still seem like there's some panic? That Those are the questions that I seem to be asking myself a lot and including why does this team go away from what works up until the second half or, or until it's time to claw back? It seems like we, we get into spurts, cold spurts or anything like that, and all of a sudden we just start doing uh, uncharacteristic things. And, and then all of a sudden when the pressure's on, that's when they turn it up and they turn it on and they get back into the game and they lose close or they win close. But it's like, why not play your style of basketball? Play you, be you, and do what you do best at the beginning for the full game. And maybe you're winning these games by 15 points. Maybe you're being able to take an extra breather, get Caden Betts and other people some well-needed experience on the floor. But right now, it's hard to take in because – when they do that, when they do what they're good at, they are in the fight with any team in the conference, and they score well, and they play solid defense, and when they don't, they look awful. Now, one could go and say, it's coaching. It's Ben Johnson. It's coaching. That's what it is, and a lot of people are saying that, but at the same time, clearly it is being coached. It just doesn't consistently find its way to the floor, so that's where the 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 Things aren't clicking. Things aren't adding up for me fully because it's clearly being coached and you see the moments where everything's clicking. It's like, yeah, that's the basketball. I remember that's the way we should play. Why don't we do this all the time? Why don't we work the ball to Dawson in the post and then we find our shooters? Why don't we let Dawson create, make people double down, then hit Cam Christie on the out, out outlet jumper? Things like that. Like, it's, it's tough. It's tough to fully understand, but I think if Ben gets above 15 wins, he will more than likely be back in 2024. So instead of throwing fits and being like, oh, it's coaching, it's coaching, like we have to find a way to find that consistency. That is the key for Minnesota men's basketball right now. Now, one section of the fan base is vocally ready to tap out. They're, they've been vocal about it for a while now, and I can't say I fully blame them. But even though the basketball is far better in the, than it has been in the last two years, even as that better basketball, it seems hard to think of what the ceiling for this team could be 
in this season. Can they make the tournament? That seems far off. But even so, even if they get into the tournament, can they make noise in the tournament? And that's a big thing. That's the thing that I don't feel like the upside is there, the, the ability. And it's not it's not because they don't have the skills or the players to do it. It's because the confidence is gone. It seems like the team is still like slowly progressing, but it's not like a finding your stride, finding your groove, and then owning it and playing into the chemistry and playing into your brotherhood and your teammates. It still feels like they're feeling each other out. And that's the part I'm hoping we'll see more clicking in these next few games because if that can click if they can spark up their own confidence then that's where we can get motivated basketball and that's where you can potentially see a ceiling that's where you can start to see the upside but if they can't do that it's going to be tough swinging tough sledding for this team to even get to a tournament in the first place i'd love to know your thoughts and your comments below in the section on youtube let me know what you're thinking but to wrap this one up i gotta be real with y'all because minnesota if they end up playing in weekly wednesday i am going to rip my hair out and it is that still a possibility we're going to talk about that coming up next All right, Govers fans, let's talk about our friends over at FanDuel because happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch and grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. That's right. Place those super bets. And I am absolutely all in on Patrick Mahomes. He's proven to me once, twice three times now that he is the man with a plan and he's going to get it done. I'm not betting against him. And I've probably cheered for him in every single Super Bowl he's played in because my squad wasn't there. But you know what? It's always fun to cheer for him rather than against him. Now, FanDuel has so many ways that you can end the season with a dub or two or three. All you got to do is go over and you can bet who will win Super Bowl 58. But FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. And new customers who join today will get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So go place one you know is going to lock in and get those $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Now just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on make every moment more with FanDuel official sports betting partner of the NFL I right, Gophers fans, we're wrapping it up with the conference, and could the Gophers still end up playing on Weakling Wednesday in the Big Ten tournament? Now, I know some people don't want to call it that, but it is what it is. I'm going to – a spade's a spade. It's Weakling Wednesday, and if the Gophers end up there, I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be livid. I'm going to pull my hair out. I'm going to, I'm going to have a fit, plain and simple. And the conference is jumbled up, and it's a cluster, just like we had predicted heading into this season. After the first two or three teams – and after maybe the bottom two teams, everything else in the middle is all together jam-packed. And you, could, you couldn't guess how it was going to finish at this moment in time. Because that's what Big Ten basketball is, plain and simple. But even with Minnesota playing better this season, there is still a chance that Minnesota could be playing on the dreaded spot of Weakling Wednesday in the Big Ten tournament. Now, how could Minnesota avoid it? Well, you have to win the games that are in that jam pack. You have to beat MSU. You have to beat Ohio State. You have to beat Rutgers. You have to beat Penn State. And if you can, you want to put Iowa away when you go over to Carver Hawkeye as well. So 
if you can start to pull off those five games, that definitely opens up some breathing room for you when it comes to not playing on Wednesday, which should be a massive goal for this team. Now, you've still got Indiana uh, taking a step back. Indiana, Iowa, Michigan State, Minnesota, they're all currently tied in the standings when it comes to conference record. On top of that, Ohio State and Penn State are only one game behind that grouping. And then Nebraska and Maryland are only a half a game in front of that grouping. So everybody, that is a jam-packed logjam right there. That means every win against any of those teams is massive for you not playing on Wednesday. It's huge. And of the Gophers' final 11 games, they play those teams that I just listed in seven of their final 11 games. That's going to be crucial. Finding a way to separate yourself and put some distance between you and the rest of that pack and having the tiebreakers and whatnot is going to be immense. And of those seven games, if Minnesota can win maybe five of those seven, then you probably have a very good possibility of avoiding Wednesday. But even then, it still might not guarantee it. You also play Northwestern twice, who is just a bit in front of that Nebraska-Maryland grouping that we mentioned as well. So overall, Minnesota has the opportunity to create some space, but they have to find a way to rattle off some wins. What Minnesota needs most is 200% being 200% healthy, but you can't even settle for 100% at this point, but that's just not going to happen with this Gophers team, unfortunately, because coach Benson, Ben Johnson has already mentioned that Pharrell Payne will likely be dealing with some pain and playing through the pain, no pun intended for the rest of the season and that they'll have to monitor it. And he probably won't be feeling a hundred percent until he has a couple weeks to rest and not play at all. So If that's the case, you're already fighting through injuries with one of your most important players. But on top of that, this offense has to run through Dawson Garcia at all times. No ifs, no ands, no buts, period. The ball needs to be in Dawson Garcia's hands almost every time you come down the floor. No no joke, because you can't wait until the second half. It has to be immediately. And on top of that, What we saw, that inspired play from Joshua Joseph in this Penn State game, having just come off a game where he lost his starting spot, where he only played like five minutes, and then you come back to him and he gets his start because Payne's down and injured, and he comes out and he plays some of the most motivated basketball that he has played all season, puts up 14 points, like five or six rebounds, is just massive for the team, comes up with the game-clinching rebound and put back. That's the Joshua Joseph we need on a nightly basis if this team wants to make a run. He needs to play aggressive every time he touches the court. Freshman year is over. You can no longer afford to be passive. We need the manimal every single night. Every time you touch the court, Joshua Joseph, you got to go beast mode. Then finally, we have to get Cam Christie 10 plus quality looks a game. Because Elijah Hawkins is going to do his thing. He's going to distribute. He's going to get his. Mike Mitchell Jr. is going to be a spark plug in scoring. He's going to do what he needs to do. He's going to get his. But Cam Christie is the difference and upside for this team. When he is getting good looks, when he is knocking down shots, it frees up the double teams away from Dawson Garcia because they have to pay more attention to Cam Christie as well. And when he gets hot from the floor, it is a difference-making thing for this Gophers basketball team. So his upside maybe the upside of this team for the rest of the year. If he's clicking and if he's knocking down shots and he's playing more confident, that is only going to help this team be more dangerous 
down the backstretch of this year and also in the Big Ten tournament. So the fate of our season could rest in the hands of a true freshman. And then last, but certainly not least, Parker Fox needs to play more minutes. Regardless of the box score, this dude lights up on the floor. He lights a fire under his teammates. He's diving on the floor, all out effort, nasty putback jams, blocks, firing up the crowd. This man gives your home crowd the fire. And on the road, he gives your team an internal fire to be motivated, to play their best, that we can do this thing. And that is why he needs to be on the floor. I don't care if he's giving you 11 points like he did in Penn State. I don't care if he's giving you four blocks. He's giving you a difference-making fire for your team that it desperately needs. So Parker Flax needs more minutes. Plain and simple, if you want this season of 2023-24 to finish strong, then Parker Fox needs to be on the floor more. Minnesota has a chance to get out of the cellar, but it's going to take work and consistency, and we're going to see if the Gophers can do that. That's going to do it for us on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts down below. Be sure to hit like on the video so others can find it and hit subscribe while you're there so you don't miss any of this daily Gophers content. I will see you tomorrow. We're going to talk about some of the draft pick potentials of this year, but also who could be on the draft radar in 2025. Be sure to hit subscribe. I'll see you then. Row the boats, guy, you might go Gophers as always. And don't forget to subscribe.